Welcome, everyone, to the You're Still Out Golf podcast, part of the Sports Pros Network, where we're always talking sports, so let's start the conversation. I'm your host, Keith Needham, and uh, I'm not joined live here with my man, Jay Till, as usual, as uh, I think most of our listeners probably know by now uh, that follow our tweets uh, out there over the last couple of days. I am out in Las Vegas with the missus, uh, who is actually absolutely tearing it up on the blackjack table. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, we might come back a, uh, a little richer than whenever we left, which is always a victory when you're, you're out in Las Vegas. But uh, uh, my man, Jay Till, is back home holding down the fort in OKC with our guy, Scooter Gers. Uh, I'm going to introduce them a little bit here, uh, a little bit later on, I should say, here on the podcast uh, whenever they talk uh, about some WGC match play from Austin. They talk about some ANWA, right? So the Augusta National Women's Amateur going on right now. OU's uh, Caitlin Milligan, a couple other local tie-ins uh, there in that tournament that uh, Jay Till and uh, Scooter Garish cover. And then they also look ahead to the uh, Valero uh, Open uh, coming up this weekend on the PGA. And we are tantalizingly close to the Masters, ladies and gentlemen, less than two weeks away now. Uh, you can you can start to whisper it. You can hear it. We're coming down Magnolia Lane. It'll be here before we know it. So we're super excited about that. But before we get into the golf talk, as always, we have to show some love to our sponsor. And of course, that is Chalk Sports Bar. Now, everybody knows about Chalk, right? 1324 West Memorial Road there in Chisholm Creek Plaza in Oklahoma City. You can follow Ben, Chad, and the entire Chalk team on the web at ChalkOKC.com, or you can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at ChalkOKC. And today, March 31st, as we're recording this, it's a kind of a big day, right? Because it is the end of our Eat More Chalk and Play More Golf giveaway, right? So you go out, play around to golf, turn in your scorecard to your server. You'll get half off your burger or sandwich. Let them know you're a friend of the pod, right? So write YSO, Sports Pros Network, Yankee Wankers, BBSBC, one of the, uh, any, of, any of the pods that uh, are on the Sports Pros Network. You'll get half off your burger or sandwich, and you'll be entered into that drawing for a table for four and a $200 gift card there for Chalk on Masters Sunday, uh, the best seat in the house uh, to watch all the action unfold there at Augusta. Uh, on the uh, on Sunday afternoon again coming up in less than two weeks ladies and gentlemen so we'll be picking a winner uh, for that later on this week and we'll be announcing that on next week's podcast as to who that winner is going to be so they can kind of figure out who their foursome is going to be uh, to watch it there uh, at chalk on Sunday afternoon but for those of you who may be fretting saying hey look I've missed out on the opportunity I'm not going to be able to get into the prize giveaway well fear not my friends, because there is another prize giveaway that's going to start immediately. And whenever I say immediately, that'll start uh, April 1st, if you want to think about it in those terms. But our friend Ben Mason has got a driver to give away uh, on Masters uh, or on the week of the Masters. And so we're super excited about that prize giveaway uh, as well. And so Jay Till and I will actually be doing another live remote out at Chalk on Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday, whenever you hear this, right? So that will be April, uh, what is that, 5th, 6th? I'm trying to pull up my calendar here right now as to what that Tuesday will be. I think it'll be April 6th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, so we're super excited about that. So come out and see us there at Chalk on Tuesday afternoon, April the 6th. 
That's going to be from one o'clock to three o'clock. And what we're going to be doing is a another giveaway, right? So it's going to be a golfer giveaway. So we're going to give away the top 50 golfers that, that are going to be in the field for the Masters. And our good friends uh, in connection with Chalk at Michelob Ultra are going to be giving away a Callaway Maverick driver, right? And this thing is valued at 500 bucks. So we're talking about a sweet-ass driver here, ladies and gentlemen. So you'll want to get your hands on this. We'll draw golfers out of the hopper, right? Whichever golfer you draw, uh, if that golfer wins the Masters, you will win this awesome driver. Again, that's a Michelob Ultra Callaway Maverick driver valued at 495 bucks. So again, we're talking about some serious swag here uh, that Jay Till and I are going to be giving away uh, at Chalk on Tuesday afternoon. So we're super pumped about that. Looking forward to that. So um, along those lines, Come out and see us again Tuesday afternoon, 1 o'clock to 3 p.m. there at Chalk on April 6th. Put your name in the hopper, draw out a golfer, uh, maybe you will be swinging a new Callaway Maverick driver uh, this time next week. So excited about that. So, well, well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me turn it over to my man Jay Till and uh, a good friend of the pod, Scooter Gersh to kind of walk you through the week that was from a golf standpoint. They're going to preview the action to come up this week. And again, I'm sure they'll probably even sprinkle in a little discussion about the Masters as well, given that we're tantalizingly close uh, to things kicking off down in Augusta. So here is Scott and Jay Till and all their golf musings coming up right now. All right. Thanks, Keith. The warm introduction. Happy as a clam to be here with my man Scooter Gurr. Scott, how are you today? Doing wonderful. Uh, can't thank you enough for even thinking of me to uh, join you on this special special weekend before what is the best weekend in the world next yeah, Masters weekend. Eve, baby. Masters so. Eve, Eve, Eve. A few Eves from the Masters, but uh, I think I may be in my wokeness equally is excited about the first major championship of the year coming up this weekend. We're going to dive deep into that. We're also yes. going to talk about the uh, premier women's amateur event coming up this weekend. I think it's but, actually teed uh, off. Has it not? I think they are doing some practice round stuff okay. Um, okay. at the, uh, the, I guess the national women's amateurs, what we're referring to folks, but I think before we get there, even though we're uh, you know we're a little bit behind schedule this week with our man Keith out in Vegas, you know when the uh, the captain leaves his seat, all of a sudden the plane gets a little wobbly. We were supposed to do this on Monday night, supposed to do it on Tuesday afternoon. Here we are on Wednesday mid morning, but uh, we got to give the folks what they want, which is golf talk uh, from some, some just fine gentlemen. Fine class, class act, gentlemen. So let me start with a class act from last weekend's match play championship down in Austin with our man Billy Ho. Billy Horschel. Ho gets it done, beats. Uh, it's been so long I can't even remember who he beat. Scheffler yep. in the uh, the finals. And uh, an interesting week in Austin. I feel like those guys were a little bit gassed when it came to Sunday because the golf was uh, poor. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, it was a lot of golf. Uh, you know, that thing started, what, on Wednesday? And you're playing, you know, two rounds 
you know, here and there. And it's just, it was, it was fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. Um, I actually liked seeing um, some different names really thought, you know, DJ was going to easily win his pool. Um, didn't uh, saw some long shots uh, make it. And yeah. then just kind of seeing Billy Horschel really just kind of say, you know what, I'm taking this thing and uh, not letting anybody even get close to being in my head. You know, he was doing his thing on the course and the fans were doing their things <laughs> outside the ropes, um, you would say. But he did uh, he did phenomenally. Um, got to got to give it to him. So uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I like the brag and play, especially they, right there at the time when the NCAA tournament's going on right now. It was kind of kind of yeah. fun to watch. Kind of on the brain kind of thing. Yep. Absolutely. So. Well, it's a shame that we don't get more match play events, I think. I don't know if there were more, if we would um, maybe pay as much attention to the one that we do get. But you just got to think that while you can have too much of a good thing, only having one match play event every year is not enough, especially kind of in a non – this happens to be a Ryder Cup year, but every other year when you don't even get the Ryder Cup uh, team play match play. Right. Yeah, I mean you're the you're the one that's gotten me really onto the match play thing. Uh, you know, in, in our little uh, fun fun rounds that we get to play on the weekend against each other. Um, you know, I'm more I've always been more of the just the final score, the scorecard. But you know, you can have those blow up holes and and still only be down one hole. So um, I've really really enjoyed and jumped on the bandwagon of what is match play. So. Well, the interesting thing about the match play we're coming off of here is that it, not, it generally isn't that great of a predictor on who is in who is in great form, you know, and obviously leading into Augusta um, next week, match play being just a mere, you know, two weeks ahead of it, it doesn't always give us a good good feel for that because as you just said, you know, you, you can play bad golf and win your match because yep. the other guys play worse. Um, now, again, you can't probably do that for seven rounds, seven matches like uh, – Billy Ho did. He's obviously playing good enough golf to, to get it done. But that being said, you don't kind of come off the match play thinking, oh, man, you know, JT got uh, got knocked out of the pod play early. He's not one of the favorites for Augusta. You know, obviously coming off a player's championship win, you still got to like JT's chances is uh, coming down the back nine on Sunday there at Augusta. Yep. But that being said, we always like to talk about folks who are in form. And Scotty Scheffler is somebody who I think a lot of folks enjoy watching because he has uh, probably the antithesis of, of William Ho on uh, the non-technical aspects of his game. And then obviously his uh, attitude seems to be a little bit more laid back than uh, <laughs> Billy the Kid. But uh, what were your thoughts on Scheffler's run to, uh, to get into the finals and took down some pretty, pretty big names to get it done? I just think he just stayed consistent and – <clears throat> that was my biggest thing is just watching him. Um, I actually uh, went up to uh, chalk on Sunday and got to watch, got to watch the first round there at chalk, uh, eat, eat some brunch with my daughter, little daddy daughter. Uh, and, and Scheffler was, uh, was doing it. So, I mean, my biggest thing there again, like I said, is just how consistent he played uh, going and then getting to the championship round versus uh, Billy. Yeah, well, taking down uh, no one's favorite, you know, Matt Kuchar, I think was uh, appreciated by most folks. And then yes. 
you know, taking down John Ron, number Ron's still number two in the world, top three for sure. Um, huge, huge win, and that was an absolute awesome match. I mean, yeah, it was. Rom, you know, would kind of make a little headway, make a birdie. Scheffler kind of cashes one on top of him. A lot of fun to watch that one. Uh, so yeah, match play. Match play is a lot of fun to watch. It's certainly a lot of fun to play, and we, we have done a lot of it over the the past few months. And I think. You know, even major championships. Why couldn't a major championship, you know, many, 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 many years ago, the PGA championship was a match play event. Why couldn't we go back to one of the four majors, uh, especially the PGA, because it's kind of weak sauce when it comes to having much cachet if it's not at a great golf course. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe that's something that the PGA of America should put in their pipe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think you kind of saw that cat out of the bag. And, you know, if you do any of the social media stuff is you saw a lot of names, um, you know, talk about uh, let's get a match play major going, you know, and, and let's, you know, I feel like the ice has kind of been broken. It'd be interesting to see maybe in the next, oh, I don't know, five years, is is there going to be a major added that's match play? And I, I hope so. I, I, I'm i all for it. I'm all for it. Well, talking about majors, the first major, as I mentioned in our, our, our little intro, the ANA Inspiration, always the year's first major on the ladies' circuit. Ladies. Overall, always following the week before the Masters, at least in non-pandemic years. Um, out in Rancho Mirage, California. Um, interesting golf course. Not doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really inspire you much architecturally. But I think it certainly lends itself to fun, dramatic finishes there with the par five, 18th uh, pond in front, typically um, backboard behind the hole. But um, what are you kind of, I guess, most looking forward to with the ladies this weekend? Obviously, the majors uh, goes without saying going to be a stack field. Um, but from a player standpoint, give me give me some folks kind of you're watching or, or folks that should uh, folk, ladies to watch, we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, how about my five followers is what I'm five doing. Okay. My five followers right here. I'm going uh, no, no particular order here. Just, just five randoms. Uh, you got to take is it Jin Young Co. Uh, mm-hmm. One in 2019, you know, obviously 2020 got skipped, but I'm going to say, you know, she's obviously the defending champion is what i would call it um she's you know and i pretty pretty fun to watch uh number two gotta gotta throw in my girl right here nelly nelly you gotta check her out and she's playing you know captain obvious coach obvious however you want to say it uh she's playing her best golf right now um number three is you know JT, you're going to have to help me with names. I butcher names. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be John Smith. I could probably end up butchering it. But uh, is it C. Young Kim? Say Young Kim. You know, she was the 2020 LPGA Player of the Year. Um, You got to, you know, you got to follow her on this on this great, great tournament. Uh, Number four is one of my favorites. Because she is from north of the border, she is the Canadian star herself in Brooke Henderson. For sure. And then to wrap out my five, I'm going Danielle Kang. Uh, I could see her drive. I mean, I think she's probably one of the better drivers 
lady drivers in the tournament on the field and on this course it might her driver might just carry her to win this thing um come sunday so there's my five uh how about you you got any you got any that i missed you you like it anybody that uh i think that those five are certainly uh, not only should be favorites yeah i'm not i didn't go out on a limb did i or I'm no, but I think uh, you know, it's entertaining to to watch. Those particular five are, are just fun to watch, regardless of uh, yep. regardless of where they fall in the odds. Um, off of her win last week, NB Park is the uh, current betting favorite at fifteen to two, uh, depending on where you're you're finding those things. But on, on Vegas Insider, uh, fifteen to two, and she uh, talk about consistent. Absolutely drives it up a Nats rear end <laughs> in and week out. So she's in uh, in great form. Uh, you mentioned Jin Young Ko uh, currently going off at a ten to one. Uh, those kind of top two in the odds. And um, you know, outside of that, I, I think that somebody you absolutely should to keep an eye on is uh, is Madeline Sagstrom. She. Uh, Somebody, I feel like we've talked about her before. Talked about her before. I think she's somebody that the no laying up guys kind of help sponsor, if you will. Um, and she is coming off a a round in which she made eleven birdies in a eight under par sixty four. She double bogeyed the first hole. <laughs> double bogeyed the first hole. Goes on to make eleven birdies to shoot sixty four. So she's certainly hot. This is a course that rewards aggressive play uh typically it is going to take um it's going to take getting to you know 10 12 13 under par to, to win the golf tournament championship excuse me so definitely uh somebody who's kind of off the radar in fact i've, I've been scrolling while we've been talking I, I, i'm still looking for her odds so she's she's down there a bit uh okay. at least with odds to win but uh the two outsiders that i had that i did not include uh just because I don't know when the, you know, I try to follow. I'm not the most in-depth follower of the LPGA, but Michelle Wee West is playing. And I don't think she's played in a while. Has she? She has not played in a major in quite some time. She's coming off, well, I guess what we would think of as maternity leave. She yeah, she just had a kid, right? Yeah, she teed it up for the first time, uh, period, two two tournaments ago. Okay. Maybe it was this last week at the Kia Classic, but yeah, she is she is back and playing some golf. She's been doing a lot of uh, commentary for uh, Golf Channel, yeah. and she's good, man. She does a great job. I like listening to her, and um, she's got a little bit of a fan. You know, she's kind of she's got some fan in her. She, you know, she roots for the guys that I think that she likes that she's had uh, you know relationships with that you know friendships and everything like that. And so it's kind of fun listening to her do some do some of the commentary for the for the pga uh tournaments and you know she is her you know the tea times she's matched up with another girl gabriella ruffles Ooh, who we've talked yeah. about so that'll be that's they're going off at 721 um so that that'll be a fun little be a great uh group to watch uh, gabby ruffles um i want to say is just freshly turned professional um probably playing in this event um off of her runner-up finish of last year's U.S. Women's Amateur is how she would be able to get in this event so early on in her career. But she has been playing really well on the Symmetra Tour, a couple top five finishes already, Symmetra Tour being the uh, 
uh, the women's kind of version of the Corn Ferry Tour, kind of the, the next step down developmental tour, so to speak. And she, she, won't, she won't be there long because she is absolutely tearing it up, playing great golf. Uh, Gabby Ruffles, definitely somebody. And you're right, that's a, that's a great group. Got the tee times pulled up oh. right now. So, you know, uh, yeah, Madeline, Madeline, uh, <laughs> after not seeing Madeline have any odds, I was I was uh, doubting myself if she was even in the tournament. But yeah, she was <laughs> She goes off at 8.05, uh, Minji Lee and, and Lydia Ko. Wow, another great group. Minji Lee, last year's winner, yep. dramatic fashion, uh, chipping in for Eagle on the last hole. Lydia Ko, former number one in the world, getting back into good form. That, that's a that's a featured group for sure. 8.05, I assume that is California time. So uh, 10 o'clock here, uh, here in the central time zone. But who do you like to, to take it home? Do you kind of, you, uh, whether that's uh, for rooting interest or betting interest or uh, just what you think is going to happen, who, who you got winning uh, out in Rancho Mirage? I'm going to, I'm going to root for Nelly. I'm rooting for Nelly to take it home. Popular, popular choice. Uh, good to see her get a win finally after some uh, amazing, you know, high, amazingly high finishes without a win to, to get that done. But um you know, it's, it's probably time to, uh, to get the major that she has, has alluded to thus far. I like that. Um, you mentioned Daniel Kang again, yep. fan favorite. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take the, the mud hen as she's affectionately referred to off of her Toledo double last summer. Yep. Vid, but, uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd love yep. to see a King Nelly, you know, final nine shootout. Um, they get it done differently, right? Danielle they does- do far but she's absolutely laser like where you got nelly with the absolute perfect golf swing i'd, I'd challenge anybody to find a <laughs> more, uh more pure golf swing than nelly has so that's gonna that's gonna be fun let's um turn our attention to the the overlapping big time event that's happening uh, with the ladies uh augusta national women's amateur An- anwa as a lot of folks are who love acronyms and what the acronyms uh, sound out uh, yep. but um for those not familiar, this will just be the second ever playing of this uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur, the first in 2019 as a brand new event, as a way of Augusta wanting to um, you know, highlight the women's game, grow the women's game, allow high-level championship golf to be played on the women's side at Augusta National, something that they have not uh, had the, um, the stage to do uh, for all these many years. So it was an exciting tournament. Two years ago, Jennifer Cupcho, Maria Fossey, uh, just absolutely putting on a show there at the back nine. So many holes, Scott, that we're, you know, we're super familiar with. We have them memorized to see the ladies play those and play them a lot differently. Yep. And the men play them was my big takeaway from two years ago. And certainly the thing I'm most excited about this weekend. I know you've done a little bit of your research on the on the ANWA, but uh, before you kind of tell me who you like, tell me a little bit about what you're kind of excited to see um, from the tournament this weekend. Well, it's kind of like what you said is, you know, how different these ladies attack this course um, compared to how the not only the men uh, attack it, but we've seen, you know, Tiger attacks it a lot differently than um, sure than the men do uh bryson tried to attack it differently than the rest of the field did and so you get to see these ladies uh try to in the, and how they're going to attack it um i'm really excited for you know getting to see that um and just honestly anytime augusta is on the television i'm all in and yeah. so 
you know, I'm I'm ready to see how green and beautiful that thing is, and um, just how ready it is for not only not to you know overshadow this, but what it I kind of get to see it a week early before the the men take it on for the Masters. So um, really excited for that. But I like I said, just how differently these ladies attack this course over the weekend. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, spot on with all of those points, and uh, you're absolutely right. You know, you contrast Bryson attacking the golf course versus a, uh, a women's amateur player, high high level golf, no doubt. Hi. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, just completely different. And uh, for those uh, again not familiar with this event, uh, there wasn't an event in 2020. I kind of skipped over that because it got because of COVID, but. The event, the first two rounds on uh, Thursday, Friday, I believe. Or, uh, it's, I mean, what I'm showing today is March 31st, which is today. Okay, Wednesday, Thursday, practice yeah. round Friday. Yep. So the way that this works out is they play two rounds at the Champions, Champions Retreat. Yep. There in Augusta. And then there's a 36-hole cut made. The ladies get a practice round uh, on Friday at Augusta yep. and play the final round on Final Friday. round. Um, Yep, April 3rd. At the National. Um, so, yeah, exciting. I'm ready to see it. A little bit, you know, handicapping an amateur event is a little bit tough. But, you know, again, much like with the A&A, throw us a few names that you're going to be interested to see compete this weekend in Augusta. Well, I mean, my question to you right off the bat is, is this going to be a Zoe Campos versus Rose? Is it Zhang? Uh, you know, are these two just going to go wire to wire? Is there anybody else um, that really can, um, in my not. mind, uh, challenge them? And if there is, I would throw out Lynn Grant. Okay, Lynn, a little bit about Lynn. I'm, I'm actually not familiar. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> you know, she's. I think she's a she's a, she's a Swede. Um, she's won her last three tournaments. She's played. And has some experience playing in these in in this event. She missed the cut in 2019. Uh, she's currently the number three amateur in the world, and finished 23rd at the U.S. Uh, Women's Open. So uh, Lynn Grant, L I N N Grant is her last name. Um, I could see her challenging Zoe. Is it Zoe or Zoe? I always call her Zoe um, Campos, and then and Rose. So those two, I think, are the probably the top two. Uh, I could see Lynn Grant, you know, giving them some challenge. My sleeper is Amari Avery. Oh, I like it. The former Netflix star. I don't know if you've ever seen the show, wow. The Short Game. Um, pretty cool. But this could be a pretty fun, uh, intriguing story if Amari can come out of this thing and get get the win so i think that'd be a really cool cool story so well, kind of kind of well i wish we had time to get into her story in particular i think we no can doubt to that netflix documentary um can point folks to some recent articles that have been written uh about that uh her father being uh, the uh, poster child for overbearing golf parent or youth sport parent um not portrayed well at all in that Bro 
but uh, very oral woods like if that gives you any uh, indication so we'll point people to to check that out in google amari avery no, the um, short game the short game is the documentary it's very very well done and i uh, i watched that it just kind of popped up i think over christmas time and, and saw nice. that and, uh, pretty cool stuff so yeah, I think I think Rose Zhang's your winner. I mean, there, she's she's been playing at a, such a high level. Honestly, I think that she, um, what, 17 years old, just committed to Stanford. I doubt she'll be there for more than one year because <laughs> she is absolutely ready to uh, to take it down from from some inside sources that I have out there in amateur golf. Um, there's some superlatives being used about her that I haven't heard about anybody in quite a while. So I think Rose Zhang wins and wins handily. Some people are saying she's pretty good. <laughs> pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. So she's got that going for her. She does. Well, Scott, I uh, I think I think we need to we need to cut it there. I wanted to make sure we got some content out to the folks this week, cause, especially because I'm so excited about the women's event um, in Augusta. Excited about the first major of the year out in California. Oh, we do have a PGA Tour event down in San Antonio, TPC. <laughs> I guess we'd be uh, remiss to at least mention the, the, the boys out playing. Um, Jordan Speed's going to win it. I'm just going to throw it out there. Right. So I, well, we need a Ricky. We need a Ricky you, win so that he can. You heard it here first. Jordan Spieth gets his Jordan first up. Uh, to win. I, I'm actually going to uh, go Charlie Hoffman. Uh, Charlie. Charlie Hoffman has uh, never missed the cut. He is 14 of 14 in this event in his career of making the cut. I will say that I got kind of screwed. The last time I heard a stat like that was Charles Howe, 17 for 17 at Torrey Pines. He, uh, so I put him in my DraftKings lineup, and he subsequently, uh, <laughs> of course, he's going to miss the cut. Why wouldn't he? I break the streak on my watch. Thank you very much. I'm the curse, clearly, but... Scott, I can't let you go before you give us a little plug for YSO. Uh, you're still out dirty birdies. We've been having a ton of, I mean, literally a ton of fun with that over the past uh, six or seven weeks. So give us a give us a 30 second plug for the uh, for the we'll call it the nephew pod. How about that? The nephew pod. Uh, yeah. So the you're still out dirty birdies draft kings. You know, it's a fantasy six draft six golfers fifty. You get fifty thousand uh, dollar. Oh, salary cap. And so you get, you jump in there. Each golfer is going to be, you know, slated a number and you got to keep it under 50,000 for those six golfers. You know, Chad Ford and I uh, put it on. We do a little podcast. The You're Still Out Dirty Birdies. Um, we're trying to get, uh, we're kind of building it up, trying to get a big number for the Masters next week. But it's only five dollars. Uh, you can, you know, reach out to me, uh, Chad, JT, Keith, anybody that wants to join. We'd love to have you. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun, and you know, we always give shout-outs to the winners, uh, and then you know, obviously poke at the fun of the losers on the pod. So come join the fun. Appreciate it, JT. On that note, who who took home the match play crown in, in our limited field event that we put together? Who was our who was our winner last week? Yeah, so uh, it was Poker – or no, it was Ben Mason. No, Poker Train 11 caught him. Poker Train 11, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a friend of a friend. Um, he caught Ben. Ben was going to go wire to wire. Ben is the GM at Chalk. Did a great job. Ben got second. Didn't have uh, Scheffler or 
or Billy and poker train 11 had Billy. I had Billy and uh, I just was too far out to catch Ben and I finished third outside the money. So um, it was a fun event. Uh, the guys really, really liked watching it and it came down to the, the very last hole pretty much to, to see congrats. who was going to take Big home the poker face 11. Uh, as you said, we, we are rolling that for the Valero, but really trying to go big on the Masters. Correct. Pot of dollars. So get involved, folks. Uh, as you heard from Keith in the opening, we have a ton going on next week for the Masters. We have, we're giving away a, 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 I believe it's a Callaway Maverick driver. Oh, man. Uh, who has the winning golfer in our drawing that we're doing on Tuesday at Shock. So get out for that from one to three, as Keith talked about. We have our what is going to become traditional Saturday afternoon live podcast from Shock uh, while we're watching Masters coverage. You got to make it your home all week next week for the Masters. Much, much more to come. Content bonanza. Uh, Scott, appreciate you jumping in and uh, you know, doing yeoman's work here, filling in uh, on the two-man show while Keith's out in Vegas, uh, racking it up at the tables, racking it up at the sports book. He's going to come home and treat us all, I'm sure, to a plethora of dinners and lunches from his no winter. No doubt. Uh, we're going to hold him to that. But for now, uh, you know, I think that uh, literally it's time to get out there and enjoy the walk, as uh, like the sign-off saying. I have a uh, have a tea time here shortly at the uh, at the place we like to call Kicking Bird here in Edmonds. So um, looking forward to getting out there and doing a little match play, actually, speaking of. And uh, we will see you, my friend, uh, this weekend watching some, some awesome ladies golf. Appreciate you being with me, buddy. Absolutely. Great time. Go shoot them straight. Shoot them straight. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Jay Till and Scooter Gers breaking it down for you. Uh, good stuff there by those guys. And again, appreciate those guys kind of filling in for me while I'm out here in Las Vegas for the week on vacation. We'll be back to a normal setup next week. And again, it'll be anything but normal next week because obviously it will be Masters week. But uh, be back in studio. Uh, and again, don't forget the live remote at Chalk on Tuesday afternoon, April 6th as well. Again, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Going to be giving away golfers for a Callaway Maverick driver in connection with our friends at Chalk and Michelob Ultra. Super excited about that. Come out and see us, say hello. And along those lines too, so we've had some uh, some fans, if you will, or some followers kind of come out and say hello here recently as well. So big shout out to our guy, Brady Dittmeyer, uh, a new friend of the pod as well. So I think uh, he uh, hit up Jay Till at the range out at uh, Lincoln Park this week. So that was kind of cool. New followers, right? So we love it. So follow, like, subscribe. Again, we're tantalizingly close here on the YSO Golf Podcast uh, to hitting some metrics that uh, will actually put some jingle in Jay Till and I's pocket. So we're excited about that. Um, but if you can get out there, like, subscribe, follow, give us the thumbs up, hearts, whatever whatever your social media preference may be, uh, we're starting to get uh, a, a, a good following on that front. So we're super appreciative of that. Again, this is a labor of love for Jay Till and I, but a big emphasis on the love part of it as well. So we really do enjoy doing it. And if you enjoy listening to it, we would certainly appreciate you showing your appreciation uh, through whatever platform you use to listen to the YSO podcast or any of the podcasts out there on the Sports Pros Network. So 
I will wrap it up there, ladies and gentlemen. Again, you can follow Jay Till uh, in all of his golf musings out there at YSO Golf on Twitter. And uh, as always, you can keep up with everything we're doing uh, over at the Sports Pros Network on the web at fantasysportspros.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at sports underscore pros. And remember, that's pros with an E, P-R-O-S-E. It's going to be great weather out there this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Get out there, play some golf, and as always, get out there and enjoy the walks.